0: Welcome to the program, I'm Lucy Gray. A man arrested on suspicion of throwing a smoke bomb at Japan's Prime Minister, Fumio Kishida, has been identified by the authorities as 24-year-old Ryuji Kimura. There are no further details regarding a possible motivation. Mr. Kishida was about to give a speech in support of a local candidate of his ruling party, the LDP. Prime Minister Kishida made a speech at another location later on where he said the incident should not be allowed to disrupt the electoral process. The attack comes ahead of nationwide local elections and by-elections for vacated seats in Japan's lower house. Our correspondent Shaima Khalil has in Tokyo has the latest.
1: Very dramatic scenes coming this morning from Wakayama in western Japan chaos among the crowd as a young man is being tackled and then pinned to the ground by security personnel and then a screaming crowd scrambling to leave the scene um, as a loud explosion is heard and then smoke fills the air the man is then being taken away from the scene the prime minister is taken uh, to safety we heard from one witness who said she was among the crowd of about a hundred people she saw something uh, being flown from the back she felt quite uneasy. She ran away with her children and then she said that uh, she felt stunned. The loud noise made her daughter cry. We understand that the Prime Minister Fumio Kishida was about to give a speech um, after visiting a port in that area in support of the local candidate of his uh, LDP ruling party in the upcoming local elections. And just as he was about to start, this object was thrown. He ducked down and he was taken to safety. We have heard from the Prime Minister now, this event was cancelled in that particular venue, but then in um, in another event, he addressed the crowd, appearing of course defiant, wanting to send the message that he's unfazed by this, that he won't stop, saying that this shouldn't stop the electoral process, that we're doing something important and that it should not be stopped by this
0: but it does raise important security questions doesn't it particularly as it comes uh, just uh, a while after the assassination of the former prime minister Shinzo Abe
1: that's right this comes less than a year after the assassination of the former prime minister Shinzo Abe and there are very uncomfortable parallels being made first of all that it happened relatively soon after that high-profile assassination. Remember, these events are very, very rare in Japan. This is one of the safest countries in the world. They have very strict gun laws. But in the assassination, um, just before uh, Shinzo Abe was assassinated, we could see that assailant standing very close to him before he shot him with a homemade bomb. Today, the young man appeared to to be in the middle of the crowd when he threw um, that object and so we don't know the motivation yet but i think this is going to make many many people uneasy just about the parallels as well Uh, shinzo Abe was also giving a political speech and that was what kishida was mr kishida was trying uh, to do since the assassination of shinzo Abe. there has been heightened security around politicians but also a heightened degree of nervousness and i think today's incident is just going to increase that a lot further
0: we can speak now to hugo dobson professor of japan's international relations at the university of sheffield and let's just pick up with what shima was just saying there about the changes brought in the tightening of security since the assassination of shinzo abe what do you make of the changes that were brought in and can you tell us a bit more about them
2: well good morning lucy and uh, i think one thing to highlight here is that uh within japan there was a debate in the aftermath of prime minister Abe's assassination The National Police Agency did admit that mistakes were made and a review was instigated. Um, And I think one failure that was identified uh, was that Prime Minister Abe was not evacuated from the scene as quickly as should have been the case. Two shots were fired. Uh, It was the second shot that killed him. And it was that intervening time that proved to be fatal. I think from what I've seen today, we're still trying to piece together the details, that this lesson has been learned in the case of uh, this morning's incident and that Prime Minister Kishida was removed quickly and effectively from the scene immediately. Um, But it's always going to be difficult to mitigate against individuals acting alone uh, with readily available, low-tech weapons. So it's a challenge, and it's a challenge that's at the heart of our democracy. We want to be close to our politicians, we want them to be visible, but it does involve certain security risks as well.
0: And I understand particularly uh, when it comes to sort of the local elections, it's more likely that people will be in crowds sort of nearer the politicians. and the less stage managed, aren't they, these events?
2: Absolutely. Uh, Japanese election campaigns tend to be very up close and personal. Uh, candidates will often try and get into the thick of it, shaking hands with as many voters as possible, uh, actually making physical contact, rallies are quite common and senior politicians will attend often the Prime Minister will be there to endorse a candidate. Uh, so, you know, election campaigns in Japan tend to really put the emphasis on the personal, uh, and then that risk will inevitably be heightened as a result. But it is interesting to see that Prime Minister Kishida did continue uh, with the schedule of uh, uh, talks today, and wasn't phased by the incident.
0: Okay, well good to talk to you. Thank you, Professor Hugo Dobson there from the University of Sheffield.